Hi, guys, and welcome to another episode of For You From Eve. I'm here with Caitlin, who is someone I met on social media. She is so good on clean and healthy eating, so I'm super excited to pick her brain this episode. Caitlin, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah. Hello, everyone. My name is Caitlin DiChiara. I am from the Boston area in Massachusetts. I post wellness content, lifestyle content on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, all those social medias. So yeah, I'm excited to do. Yeah, I love your social media, like so, so much. I was stalking your TikTok and Instagram before this episode. (laughs) Have you always lived in Boston? Yeah. So, well, I don't live actually in the city. I'm like 20 minutes away, but Mm. yeah, I've grown up here my whole entire life. So, wow. I love Boston. Like I went, you do. Yeah. I literally (laughs) only went one time too. I really liked, I went on like Newberry street and went shopping Mm -hmm. at like flea markets. And I like fell in love with Boston. I feel like it's the perfect place to go. Did you go to school in Boston? I went to LaSalle College, which is in Newton. It's like 15 minutes from Boston, but I only lasted like one semester there. So I'm yeah, we'll definitely before, but... dive into that and like your college experience, yeah. but just walking around because like I'm from New Jersey. So if I go anywhere, it's New York. I went to school in New York for a year. And as mm-hmm. much as New York is like New York City, I feel like Boston is the best city to go to school. It's a lot more like calm and like a little bit more slow paced. And yeah, just, I love like everything about Boston. I fell in love with it. You did. I know. I'm like in the mood where I just want to move. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's it. so nice. I mean, yeah. if I left, I'd probably miss it because I've never like lived anywhere else. I've always been here. So, yeah, you know, but yeah, yeah it is like definitely more slow paced than New York. Oh my so gosh, nice. I I ever lived there. <laughs> New York's definitely a lot, but tell us your background with school. Did you go to college? Did you leave college to pursue social media? Kind of what was your school experience like? Yeah. So when I was in high school as a senior, I never wanted to go to school. It was never something that I thought about and like knew what I wanted to do. I mean, I guess I kind of knew always what I wanted to do. Like I wanted to do social media, but it didn't really seem possible at the time since it's not really talked about as like a serious job. So when I graduated, I went to LaSalle College, which is in Newton, like I said, and I absolutely hated it. My my, um, major was fashion merchandising, and which seems so weird and like not me at all. I mean, I like fashion, but it's not something that I would like to do as a job. Yeah. And my good friend, Emily, who I was rooming with, she was doing fashion merchandising And I was like, you know what, I'll just do that because I don't know what I'm doing. And so I did that and I actually switched my major one week after being there to health science because I was like, okay, the fashion thing isn't really my thing. Like, I don't really like it. And I was thinking more of like a nursing route with the health science major. Mm -hmm. Again, something that I don't even like have a passion for. So I just ended up hating it. I was telling my mom and she was very supportive of me. She always knew that I wouldn't even like school. I remember crying the first day and she was like, I knew like this wasn't going to work out. She just knows me so well. And so it was after the first semester, I just decided to leave because I just knew it wasn't for me and I didn't want to spend a whole four years there. And And like for something that you just knew wasn't inside of you. Yeah. Right. So I left. And after I left, I nannied like that was my job, like for so long, I just nannied worked at daycares. And so I did that. And then my last job that I had was a nanny in the town that I live in. And then that ended in 
May. And then ever since May, I've just been working so hard on all my social media and it's been working out so far. So that's kind of where I am now. Yeah. So. I feel like social media, like a few years ago, you'd look at it and it wasn't really a place where you can make a full-time job. It was kind of, if you had social media, you had to have something on the side, like a fashion business right. or your own type of brand where now mm-hmm. my whole TikTok for you page is just girls who are quitting their jobs, like dropping out of school and just fully making like a full-time income yeah. off social media. Like it's crazy how many brands there are out there, how many influencers. It's very shocking that it's not like an overpopulated space yet. I feel like maybe it could be. And that's why it's Mm -hmm. very good to focus on your niche and what you offer. So obviously yours is all about wellness, healthy eating. So I know you got into social media kind of like after leaving school. And I think you leaving school is such an eye-opening kind of thing to talk about because a lot of people are scared to do that because they don't know what's on the other side and they just want Mm -hmm. the comfort of a degree and a full-time job. So I think like, what were your emotions? Were you scared when you left? Like, I know you were nannying, so you were making income. Were you kind of like, where am I going to be in four years when I'm supposed to have a degree? Like, what am I supposed to be doing? Mm -hmm. It's so funny because you would think that I would be so like, what am I going to do with my life? But it was almost like I knew that I was not made to go to college. Like just something in me knew that. And I was never scared. Like I was always so confident in my decision of leaving school. And I stand by that to this day. And I was, it was like the best thing that I ever decided to do in my life. And I would never change that. Like, I don't even know what I would be doing if I went to school and stuck it out for the whole four years. And all my friends that went to LaSalle with me, they don't even do their major and like, it's just, I'm so happy with my decision. So I think you were also very lucky to have like a support system, like your mom being like, yeah, whatever you want, you're going to do. Cause obviously there's people out there where their parents or their friends or, you know, whoever it is, is kind of pressuring them to be like, no, no, this is the path that you have to follow if you want to be successful. Um, but yeah, aside from getting into social media, obviously your page is about healthy eating. It's about wellness. So tell us a little bit more of your wellness journey. Were you always Mm -hmm. kind of like into healthy eating? Is it something you developed? Why did you develop it? Yeah. So I feel like I've always been interested in like the health and wellness Mm -hmm. community, but last year in January was when I really started working out and eating better and I got my Peloton bike last January and that's like really when everything sort of sparked for me. And I always used to do like little YouTube workouts here and there, but it was never like consistent and I didn't really know what I was doing and I definitely wasn't eating healthy and I would binge a lot and I would restrict myself. Mm -hmm. Um, But last year when I got my Peloton bike, like that was my thing. And I never really had a consistent workout routine. I never had something that I liked. I didn't like going to the gym and I would go with my boyfriend sometimes and I would just hate it. I wouldn't know what I was doing. And when I got the Peloton bike, it was like, that was my thing. Like I know how to do it. I'm good at it. And I just loved having, it was almost like a workout trainer sort of, yeah. the app, like they have so many instructors. The app is so intense. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, I love this. And I did a, it was a challenge in January of last year. It was like workout every single day for the month of January. And I did that. And after that, I fell in love with working out and I didn't look at it as something as a punishment or Mm -hmm. I have to do this. 
it was like something that I looked forward to every single day. And yeah, I'm just, I love that. I had such a similar fitness journey, but it's funny because I fell in love with the gym. Like I never Mm -hmm. tried the Peloton. Um, my boyfriend's like apartment gym has it, but I don't have like the shoes for it. So I just never, like I've done, I've done a cycling class, but I just was not a fan. Um, that is so funny because last January too. So like over a year ago is when I started getting into working out, eating healthy Mm -hmm. has always been difficult for me, which is what I want to talk about with you. But I started going to the gym and yeah, I had no idea what I was doing. It was super overwhelming being around people who knew what they were doing. It's crowded. So Mm -hmm. I would just be like super safe, run on the treadmill, do an ab workout and leave. And it's taken like a year to finally like pick up the weights and like Mm -hmm. ask people like, Hey, what set are you on? So come on after like, it's taken me a year, but it's just so (laughs) funny how as much as you can love working out, like there's someone who loves it in such a different way. And I feel like people give up on working out because they're like, they tried one thing and they're like, mm, that wasn't for me. Like they'll go to the gym and be like, right. it wasn't for me. And they'll never work out again, but they don't know mm-hmm. that there's Peloton, there's bi- boxing, there's so running many so many things. Is there any other workouts you do besides the Peloton? No. <laughs> so, I mean, it's I, a great workout. It is like, I feel like when you say that it doesn't sound as intense, but it's like, if it you've really, done I, cycling, it's intense. It's such, yes. <laughs> it's such a hard workout. It is. And I like before the Peloton, I never was someone to pick up weights and like do strength training. And after I bought weights off of like berries.com and it just helps me so much mentally yeah. and I feel so strong and I just, oh my gosh, I'm in love with it. <laughs> but I know, I know that's exactly how I feel with the gym. Like, even like you said, mm-hmm you did a challenge where you were consistent with it. And then it became something you looked forward to instead of something you had to get done. And that's the mindset that it took me like three to five months to get into that mindset. And I think that's why people don't stick with working out is because they don't let themselves be consistent enough to feel that way. But once Mm -hmm. you're consistent enough, it's going to be something where you're going to be like, like for me, I like working out at night because I can do everything during the day and then look forward to it. So it's like your mindset shifts so much when you start a new like fitness journey and you just fall in love with it. Like even you talking about it, you're like, I love it so much. Like it really (laughs) is like, it's such a good feeling to love working out. It is like, I, like you said, you do night workouts. I love working out in the morning Mm. and it's just part of my routine. And I just, I just love it. And it's like, seriously, such a mental thing. Like last year I was in not a good space mentally and it just makes you feel so good about yourself and it gives you so much confidence. Like when you complete a workout and I'm, I just love working. (laughs) Yeah, no, I agree. I also want to talk about healthy eating because as amazing as it is to get into working out, like for me, I was always super active in high school, but ate horribly. My first two years of college was like super unhealthy, never worked out, didn't eat healthy and nothing. And Mm -hmm. now I have like the working out part done, but I feel like clean eating is something I really struggle with. And I know a lot of people can agree with this, especially when you're in school and you're doing a podcast and you're going to the gym. It's like, you just want to grab the easiest thing in your fridge to eat type of thing. So I feel like I want to talk about how to stay consistent with healthy eating. How did you get into it? And how did you kind of change your mindset? Because you said before you were very restrictive, but then you would also kind of like binge a little bit. And I'm kind of like that too, where I'll restrict myself all day and then it'll be like 8 PM and I'm like, want to eat everything. So walk us through that process. Yeah. So I, oh my gosh, I feel like on social media, there's so many trends and 
different eating styles. And I know one of the topics you wanted to talk about was food combining. Yeah. And I remember when that was like a whole big trend, that was kind of where my restrictiveness started mm-hmm. because I just wasn't listening to my body and any craving that I would have. I would just try and like do everything to forget about it. And that was what made me crave more because I have the biggest sweet tooth and just really listening to my body. And if I want a cookie, I'll have a cookie, but I just won't have like a whole sleeve of cookies. It's more of listening to your body and not restricting yourself and like if you want something sweet I will have something sweet but I just won't overindulge myself and like learning to balance that in my diet really helped me and I really try to listen to my body and what I want um but I've just tried to stop restricting myself and that's really what helped me eat more clean Mm-hmm. Food combining actually was something that I tried to, and same thing. I was super restrictive. I remember when it was a trend, yep. I think it was like kind of beginning of like end of 2019, beginning in 2020, like right before quarantine. And yep. that's when I started to get into wellness. Cause I was following all these influencers that talked about food combining and talked about wellness. Mm-hmm. And I remember like, I would like download menus and books, like all these recipe things on it. And I did try it out for like a month and I hated it. And I was like, anyone who can do this great, like good for them. I'm sure it works for some people, but it was not for me because I feel like you just have to think of your mindset. Like even when it comes to calorie intake. So for me Mm -hmm. personally, like when my goal was, I want to lose weight or like, I've been working out for a year. My body looks the same, whatever. Um, a lot of people were like, count your calories. I'm telling you, like count your calories for me personally. I know if I count my calories, I'm going to be so restrictive. I'm sure for some people they can count Mm -hmm. their calories. They can lose the weight. They can get on a healthy track for me. If I count my calories, I'm going to go insane. So like everyone has just such a different style. So you tried food combining. What was kind of like your next step? Like, did you have a goal of, I want to lose weight or just, I want to just start eating healthy. Yeah, so I never really had a goal of losing weight. Weight was never really a problem for me. It was more like I wasn't toned, like my body wasn't toned. Yeah. Like I my body's very petite, but I wasn't toned and that's what I didn't like physically about my body and I just knew that I wasn't eating healthy and um when I stopped the food combining thing, it was more just being mindful of what I'm eating and unfollowing like all these diet trends and all of that stuff and just being mindful of what I'm eating and listening to my body and honoring my cravings and not shutting them out so that when I do have a craving it's not like I'm eating everything in my kitchen
you're saying you would just eat what you felt like. So it's like kind of intuitive eating, you know, you eat kind of what mm-hmm. you're like, I know this will nourish my body and everything. So for me personally, I struggle with like really bad hormonal acne. I know a lot of my like community will struggle with dairy sensitivity or whatever. And I know that when I eat dairy or eat gluten, my skin will flare up. I'll blow. So if I'm like craving something like that, that's like yummy. And I know is going to fill me up and it's like not super unhealthy, but it's also not going to help my skin. How do I kind of just like train my mind to not take that easy way out and just like eat something super easy. That's going to fill me up, but it's also going to kind of affect me in a bad way. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you're saying like, how do you not eat? That yeah. Like how do you kind of train your mind to be like, I know this isn't going to be good for me. Like I shouldn't be eating it type of thing. You know, like I know intuitive eating is just eating what you kind of want in a sense, but how do you kind of train your mind to know the boundary of, I know I want this, but this is really bad for me. Mm -hmm. So it definitely took me a lot of time. Like it wasn't overnight that I was eating healthy finally, but I know like when I would binge eat, like like I was saying, I have such a sweet tooth and just kind of remembering the feeling that I would have after I would binge eat something like cupcakes or Oreos, whatever Mm. it was. And just kind of remembering like that feeling that I had, like feeling disgusting and just like wanting to work it out and burn off the calories that I just ate. Kind of like just remembering that every single time that I would want to do that kind of helped me train myself to maybe I should go for something else that is sweet, but not as yeah, yeah. bad. I like so, that. I feel like even with like pizza, I used to eat because I was going to school in New York City. Like I was eating pizza mm-hmm. every single day, like one dollar <laughs> yeah. slice of pizza, like you're a college student. I know. You, you're like it's a New York pizza is amazing. So mm-hmm. for me, like that was the point of my life where I was just super unhealthy. I wasn't working out and I was only like eating unhealthy foods. And then like my skin was the worst it ever was. I was gaining weight, which like growing up, I was very petite, like when I was younger. And then all Mm -hmm. of a sudden everything caught up to me when I was in college. And so weight was never a problem for me. It was kind of just like my skin. But then there was a point where it was like both were a problem. And I was like, where did this come from? Like, since when did my body start gaining weight? Like it's actually (laughs) like affecting me. And I didn't really care. I did care about what I looked like before. Now it's like, I think after working out your mindset shifts into like how you feel versus how you look. Um, But I like what you said about remembering the feeling of how you're going to feel after you have that slice of pizza or that cupcake. It's like right now it's Mm going to feel good and you shouldn't restrict yourself completely in the future. But like on a daily basis, if you have a slice of pizza, you're going to wake up with a new pimple. You're going to wake up a little bit bloated. Like your stomach's going to hurt after. So just like knowing what you're risking when you do that type of thing. Yeah. I know that helped me so much because it's so true. Like in the moment you're thinking that like, this is going to satisfy me. This is going to feel so good when I eat all this, but just really trying to focus on the aftermath of how you're going to feel was very beneficial for me. And I think that kind of really helped me and trained myself to pick a healthier option. Yeah. I think a big reason people don't eat healthy is because they don't have the time to meal prep or like cook. So for example, Mm -hmm. if I'm 
like some on Mondays I'm in class from like 8am to 6pm. And then straight from class, I go to the gym and then I come home at like 830 and I'm starving. And I'm like, what do I have for dinner? I just want to pick the easiest thing. So what's your advice with kind of meal prepping and managing your time with eating healthy? Cause I do think that the reason people don't stay consistent is because they just want the easiest thing that they can eat. Right. So I would say to pick a day where you know that you don't have a lot to do or you just kind of have some extra free time and use that gap of time to kind of like plan out your meals like and write out like a grocery list even of Mm -hmm. what foods you want for that week and what kind of recipes you want to make and I would say use that time to really focus on what you want to have throughout the week and what you know that you're going to want to have. And I don't really meal prep now, but I feel like I just kind of cook throughout the week as I go, but obviously I'm not in school, but um, yeah, I would say to, when you have some free time to really like write out a grocery list, find some recipes online and really stick to that. That way you're not coming home after class when you're exhausted and just reaching for something that is going to satisfy you, but you'll just feel awful after so yeah yeah and I think it's like if you live with your like I live with my family not everyone eats the same way I eat so it's like Mm -hmm. a lot of people that is their situation where they dorm or they live with their family they just don't live like in a household that eats like them um what is kind of your tips for someone to kind of be tempted to just like sneak into like their dad's side of the pantry and grab like a bag of chips you know (laughs) I know um so I only live with my mom, mm-hmm. but like we kind of eat like the same thing. The same, so, yeah. But I did used to live with my dad and my brother and my brother would always have sweets in the house and my dad would have like these ice cream bars and stuff, but really focusing on my goals and what I wanted for myself. Mm-hmm. And again, like going back to like the restricting thing, obviously if you have been balancing your diet well throughout the week obviously go and have an ice cream bar or whatever but just kind of focusing on your goals and what you want for yourself in the future is kind of helpful yeah I agree um what is some do you do your own grocery shopping or well I go with my mom so like Mm. I was saying we like eat the same thing yeah so I usually grocery shop with her and we'll kind of plan out like what do we want for dinner this week Um, but I pick out my own stuff too. Like I love having like a yogurt bowl in the morning and I'll pick out like my own things. She'll pick out her own things. So what are some of your like top five? Do you go to like Trader Joe's whole foods? Like, I don't, what's like the Boston. Yeah. So it's so funny. I feel like everybody is obsessed with Trader Joe's, but I've been to Trader Joe's literally like two times in my life. I never shop there. My go-to store is Wegmans. Mm, I've heard of Wegmans. Yeah. Yeah. So I love Wegmans, but um, yeah, I don't go to Whole Foods. I'll go to Whole Foods like, like once in a while, but I know I'm just not on like the Whole Foods, yeah. Trader Joe's. Whole Foods is great. It's just expensive. Like they it have is. quality food. Like Trader Joe's is so affordable, but if you like mm-hmm. read the ingredients of their like vegan plant-based cream cheese, there's like a million ingredients right. there that you're like, all right, like it's cheap, yeah. but like, am I actually putting something in my yeah, body I mean- that's good for me? Yeah. Um, whereas Whole Foods, you will get like a three ingredient, pure 
snack that's like actually good, but it'll cost like $30. Mm-hmm. So I know that's like really what we have here. We do have a Wegmans. I've honestly never, I didn't even know they had like healthy foods there. Yeah, they do. Oh my gosh. Wegmans has really? so, yeah, it's great. I love Wegmans. Me and my mom go there all the time, but I know Whole Foods is so expensive and I feel like it's a good place to get like meat and stuff. Cause mm-hmm. you know, like it's fresh, but I know like the vegan stuff and gluten-free, like, oh my gosh. It's so expensive, like, but cool. yeah, like I go to Whole Foods, honestly, like once every three months just to like spoil myself with like certain yeah. snacks that are healthy, but taste good. And like, they have this yeah. like macadamia milk. That's maybe the size of this Starbucks cup. It's like $8 and I buy it every single time I go because <laughs> it's so good. And like the ingredients are so good, but it's also $8 for I that know. size. Whereas yeah. Trader Joe's, it's like, you're not getting the best quality, but also it's so mm-hmm. affordable. Like I'll pick out so many things and I'll be like, oh my God, my total is going to be like $85 and it's like $30. Yeah. So I, I went to a Trader Joe's in Boston, um, like went inside and like looked around. I just, I love Trader Joe's personally, even though I know it's not the cleanest yeah. stuff. Um, that's so funny that you're like not on that bandwagon. I know. I feel like it's so funny, especially too, like in my niche, like health and wellness, you would think yeah. that I go to Whole Foods and I go to Trader Joe's, but I don't know. It's just not really my thing. And I feel like too, it's like trends. I feel like, I don't know. I need to try out Wegmans. I like literally never went in there to grocery shop. Yeah. I love Wegmans. They have so much stuff. And I mean, it's not like, I feel like market basket is like the cheapest. Mm -hmm. So it's like a little bit expensive, but not whole foods so yeah give me your top five favorite grocery essentials that I could get from Wegmans if I go this week Um, I would say definitely almond butter they have this almond butter that's only almonds which I really love I love that yeah the oils and stuff in that so almond butter probably Greek yogurt um fresh berries almond milk I love almond almond milk milk for everything um, what else? And probably bananas. Cause I feel like I use bananas for like a bunch same of and smoothies, everything. So. Every mm-hmm. single smoothie has banana in it. Every single like yogurt bowl I make. Do you follow a specific yeah. diet right now? Like, are you dairy free, gluten free, or are you kind of just like living it up doing both? Yeah. So I don't follow any diets right now. Like I was saying, I just kind of listen to myself. And I do notice though, when I do have a lot of dairy, I do notice like my skin will flare up a little bit and I just won't feel as good inside. So I will just kind of listen to myself, but I don't follow any diets. I just kind of eat intuitively. And yeah, I feel like if I was to follow a diet, I feel like I would kind of start that unhealthy mindset and restrictiveness again but I mean if you follow a diet and it works for you that's great but not everything is going to work for everybody and I feel like understanding that and knowing that it's okay if you don't follow this or that or what that person's doing it's like so important for you to understand like not everybody is the same Yeah, I agree. I feel like, like you said, everything works different for everyone. So I went two weeks without gluten because of my skin. Like I have Mm -hmm. been struggling with acne for the past seven, almost eight years. Like since I was a freshman in high school and got my period, like I had acne and it was just, oh, it's always been there. And when I was in high school, it never bothered me because everyone has acne in high school. So I was just like, I know (laughs) everyone had it. I was like, whatever. But then I was like my first year of college. I'm like, okay, it's still there. Second year of college. It's still there. 
And I was like, I have to try something. Right. And it's like, if you go to a dermatologist, they're giving you birth control. They're recommending Accutane. They're giving you these creams and these pills and like spironolactone. And I didn't want to depend on anything. I remember I went on birth control for like nine months and it did nothing for my skin, made me gain weight. My, I was so depressed on birth control. Like my mood swings were so horrible. Did you ever have any experience with like hormonal medication like that? I haven't, but I am on birth control now, but it's only because my periods were irregular. Like I never had a regular period. So I've been on it for a while, but I've never experienced anything like that. Knock on wood. So I I went through it. Yeah. I didn't like my period was fine. I mean, it gets better when you're on birth control, even if you don't have problems before, like it was like a three day, like beautiful light thing. And I was like, this is amazing. But (laughs) after like realizing my personality, like was completely different on birth control. I was always angry, always anxious, just always crying and sad. And like, it wasn't even helping my skin. So I was like, this is just not worth it. And I feel like exactly. And I was a little bit terrified of relying on something like so birth control didn't help and then I went on spironolactone and it was helping but it was at like what cost like for something to be controlling my hormones and you can't drink on spironolactone which I'm not a big drinker but I turned 21 that summer and I like couldn't even celebrate it so I was just like it's just not worth like my skin (laughs) I I guess um but my point is is I gave up dairy for like two months once I was eating gluten, but I gave up dairy, my skin, it's going to, your skin's going to look better. If you give up dairy, no matter who you are, whether you struggle with acne or not. Um, it wasn't completely great, but it was a little bit better. Then I gave up gluten for two weeks and my skin was doing very, very, very well. Um, Mm -hmm. I didn't have gluten or dairy for two weeks. And then my stomach was doing well. Like I wasn't waking up bloated, which is something I've always just woke. Like I've always woken up bloated. So like not waking up bloated. I was like, Oh, this is so weird. Um, and then I had gluten for the first time, like after that two weeks. And I remember just like, I was out with my friends for dinner and I was like, you know, I'm going to have gluten. Like I didn't do it for two weeks. Like, and we went to like a bar after and my stomach was like, like six months pregnant. I was in so much pain, just like in the bar, holding my stomach like this, like chugging water because I was in so much pain. So it's just crazy how much like certain foods affect certain bodies. Like if you take a break from something and then eat it, it's, it's very insane. So I agree. It does make you restrictive and I applaud anyone who can follow like a full plant-based vegan diet. That's something I've just always struggled with, but I I mean, your skin looks so clear, like so beautiful. And I've seen on your Instagram too. So I know that (laughs) has a lot to do with your eating. How has your life changed since clean eating and working out like your bloating, your headaches? Did your period, do you think if you got off birth control and just solely relied on the way you live your life and your lifestyle and the way you eat, do you think that it would become more regular? I know it's so funny. I was thinking about getting off of it because I don't know, just the idea of being on it for so long kind of scares me, Mm -hmm. but I don't know. I would hope that it would, but I don't know if it's something that has to do with that or it's just kind of like a genetic thing or something, but I don't know. I feel like that would kind of scare me because I have PCOS. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but um, apparently it's like obviously dangerous if you don't get your periods regularly and it can affect it more and affect fertility and all this stuff. So it kind of makes me nervous to think of myself being off of it and relying on that, but it would be awesome yeah. if it did work. So I feel like in the future, I should try. How long have you been on it? 
I've been on it since, uh, I want to say like 2013. I think. Oh, wow. A long time. Yeah. And I know it's definitely something that I've thought about mm. because I don't know. I just don't like to be on certain things for like a long period amount of yeah. time. So I should probably try that out. <laughs> I have an episode out with um this girl Kayla she has her Instagram Mm -hmm. is well with Kayla I don't know if you've ever heard of her um you should definitely check her out she talks all about like hormonal health and gut health PCOS like Mm -hmm. like leaky gut everything and I had her on an episode and we were talking about getting off birth control because when you get off birth control and you're on it for so long your body just reacts so weirdly so she's like I have clients that have been on birth control for five to ten years they get off birth control Mm -hmm. And their skin goes crazy. Their period goes crazy. So I know for like the first three months, you're going to like, like plurge all over your face. I don't know. Actually, if you didn't have acne before you, that might not be like a side effect for you. Um, But for the first three months of getting off of it, your body just is adjusting to completely new hormones. So you don't really know what's going to happen, but she just talks about how her lifestyle, the way she eats and everything healed her body. Like she got off birth control Mm -hmm. and she just tried to get enough, you know, probiotic from her foods and like all these things that help your hormones and gut. I definitely recommend listening. If you are thinking of getting off birth control, um, or like following her Instagram, she talks about PCOS. I don't remember if she had PCOS or her like clients do. Um, but it's definitely scary, but she mentions, you know, we, as women, we shouldn't be afraid of our bodies. We shouldn't be afraid Mm -hmm. of what our body's going to do next or how it's going to react to a certain food. Like we want to like nourish our bodies enough where, we're not scared of waking up and being like, am I going to be bloated? Like we shouldn't think about those things. Um, so yeah, that's a really long time to be on it. Like that's, that's it crazy. Is. That's I so know. crazy. I, I like haven't thought about it in so long. And just now when you ask me that, I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. Crazy. I'm like, I went nine months and I was like, Mm-mm. I mean, yeah. I feel like honestly though, like if it worked for me and it was like actually clearing up my skin and my period stayed and it wasn't making me gain weight, I feel like I would have stayed on it longer. Like, I don't think that there's anything wrong with it. You know, some people have irregular periods and they need that extra like boost. So Mm -hmm. I think if it did help me and I think I definitely could have explored different types of birth control and different options, but I feel like I was kind of just like lazy with it a little bit and a little bit just like lacking, but Mm -hmm. I definitely think if it worked, I I would have stayed on it for sure. Yeah. Did you ever suffer with like, you have PCOS, like bad bloating, anything that like kind of switched up after you started eating clean? Yeah. So I never really struggled with bloating. I mean, I obviously did like after I would binge eat something, but it's never something that I really struggled with. Um, aside from that, Mm -hmm. but it's, I feel like everything is just like a mental thing for me. And after I just changed my diet and my lifestyle, I just feel so much more confident in myself and so much more stronger as a person and uh, yeah like everything is just so mental for me like I didn't really struggle with physical attributes of myself that I didn't like it was just more like how I felt on the inside yeah I feel like that's such like a I just touched my mic but I feel like like (laughs) for me I know for a fact, and this is not something I'm proud of, but it's just like me being hundred percent transparent. If I never struggled with acne or weight gain, I would have never gotten into the wellness space. Like if my physical right. appearance wasn't being affected, I know for a fact, I would have just, you know, like I have friends who 
eat horribly and their skin is clear. They don't gain weight. Like if that was me, would I really get into the wellness space? I don't know if I would have fallen in love with it or been discovered to it, but because I was gaining weight, because I was breaking out, I was like, I got to figure something out. And I see all these influencers and how their lives have changed from it. And I'm like, that could be me. And like, I, it took me a while of researching it and looking into it to actually like, like now I'm in love with the wellness space and the lifestyle Mm -hmm. space, health, fitness. But I think it's amazing that yours was just because you wanted to feel stronger and better because for a lot of women and even men, it's like, they see the, how they look and that's what motivates them from the beginning. So the fact that yours was like, I feel like shit and I want to fix it. Like, that's a crazy Mm -hmm. thing to kind of be, stay motivated through. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. It was just such a mental thing for me. And it was, I went through like some stuff with my family and just friendships and stuff. Like mm-hmm. I had these two best friends growing up and we just kind of, we weren't really like into the same things anymore. And that was really hard on me, like losing them. Yeah. And I just wasn't in the right mindset ever. And just, when I started doing all this stuff, I was like, wow, like I feel so good. And that was my motivation to do another workout again and eat healthy for the future. And that was just kind of how everything started. Mm -hmm. I always see like quotes on TikTok or Pinterest or social media in general of when you start working on yourself, people are going to drop out of your life like flies. And it really, really is true. And it's, it's sad because like you said, you've had like two best friends for so long. And there's been so many people that are not in my life anymore that I was so close with, but you, everyone moves at different paces. And especially like in your twenties, you're transforming into this new person. Like you go to high school with these people, you have the same life as this person, you know, like I know. literally you do the same exact things, but then you're yeah. in college and you have a similar life, similar life to this person, but like you kind of go your separate ways. And I think just me too, like you were saying you worked out more cause you were more motivated on just like working on yourself. I feel like mm-hmm. recently I've been super just like in love with hanging out with myself and like working on myself. And I'm not so focused on oh, these girls didn't invite me out or this girl talked bad about me or I feel left out. It's like, I don't care because Mm -hmm. I'm by myself. So I like how you brought that up too, that when you did start that journey and you were at a dark place and you lost your friends, working on yourself is what helped you. Because I think for women in her twenties, that's such a normal thing to lose friends in their life and just lose people in your life in general. Mm -hmm. And just like feeling bad because girls can be like really cruel sometimes. And so can guys, but like, Girls can be pretty yeah. cruel, cruel really? sometimes and yeah, like the things that they say. And, and I'm not trying to like stereotype girls. I'm like super for the yeah. girls, but it's just, mm-hmm. I've experienced it and I've seen it. And mm-hmm. what's kind of like some things that you did, I know you've gone to working out some things you did to kind of just like work on yourself and be okay with like being alone. Sometimes like for me, if I had, to, if it was Friday night and I didn't get invited out to something and like my boyfriend had plans, I would cry at home and be like, I'm so lonely. I'm so bored. Yeah. But now I'm like, Ooh, I get to like have a self-care night. So what was like your transition into that? Yeah. So I've always been a homebody. Like even in high school, I would rather stay home in my bed, like listening to music and being by myself. So I was never really the type of person to go out and stuff, but my whole life was like my two best friends and I would always hang out with them and like do what they were doing but I was always kind of the one just sitting there and attending and I wasn't really doing what they were doing because it just wasn't what I was about so losing that part of my life was obviously so hard for me at the time 
but when I look at it now I'm like oh my gosh like that needed to happen for me to have the life that I do now yeah and I honestly wouldn't change it for anything because Mm -hmm. I feel like if I didn't have that experience in my life I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now I wouldn't have the mindset that I do I wouldn't be working out and it's just so funny like how your life kind of plans out yeah the way things work it's like because I look back at all of these things that happen and I'm like oh my gosh like that really sucked then but I feel so good now and these things needed to happen for me to get in the space that I am now I agree and honestly it sounds so like cheesy kind of but I genuinely think working out like saved my life and created my self-love journey I mm-hmm. like people listening to this that don't enjoy working out probably like oh my god know, like, shut like, up oh like we're always, <laughs> like we get it we get it yeah but like I'm telling you it's I mean everyone has a different source though not everyone's gonna be working out some people's is gonna be yeah. drawing some people's will be reading mm-hmm. like whatever it is but finding that thing that make that's just yours you know it's like even yes. when you're in a relationship I know I feel like you should have something that's yours whether it's your job or just like a passion of yours, something that has nothing to do with anyone but you, where if you yes. wake up tomorrow, you can do this thing without anybody else. So mm-hmm. working out this podcast, whatever it is, it's like having that passion and just even having that and working on it is going to help the relationship you have with yourself. And once you love yourself more and enjoy yourself more, people around you will love you more and appreciate you more and enjoy you more. So yeah. I really feel like having that one thing that kind of like separates you from everyone else. And it's just yours really, really helps with just your self-love journey in general. I know it's so true. And I like how you said you were talking about having like what something that's not, that doesn't have to do with your boyfriend or your friends. And when I did have that falling out with my friends, it was like, I was very codependent on my boyfriend because he was like my person and I didn't have my other friends to go hang out with. And when I started doing like working out and really focusing on myself I was like oh my god like this is so cool like I finally have my thing that doesn't have to do with anybody else my boyfriend my friends anybody so yeah I agree and my boyfriend my boyfriend's a little bit older than me so when I I'm in college now he's working a full-time job so Mm -hmm. his first year of working full-time like that was his thing he had separate work friends like a separate work life he was working in a different like place like I had nothing to do with it so it was like a weird adjustment to be like oh we go to college together and now you have like this whole separate life without me and I didn't have Mm -hmm. my own thing because I had him like I didn't have working out yet I didn't have my podcast yet So I was like at a kind of a low point with myself and focusing on like, what do I have? Like, why am I so dependent on him? And after like a year and a half, two years, I started this podcast. I started working out and it makes the relationship better. The relationship you have with your boyfriend, your friends, your family will get better once you start working on yourself. So that's why I always preach to like be selfish and Mm -hmm. say no to plans. If you don't want to go out, like you said, you're a homebody. So am I, it's very rare. Like I texted my friends this week and I was like, we should go out Saturday night. And everyone was like, who stole your phone? Like that is (laughs) not you. I am never the one to initiate going out. Like I'll follow along here and there. I'll be like, oh yeah, I'm in the mood today. But a lot of the time I want to be home, like in bed, doing a face mask, working on my podcast, going like going to the gym, coming home, showering, eating dinner and sitting in my bed and watching TV. The perfect night. (laughs) I'm like praying that's my night tonight. I'm like, I really hope that I can do this tonight. (laughs) It's so bad. Is the weather bad in Boston right now? It is. It's like raining 
but yeah. it's like snowing at the same time it's like wicked icy out too so yeah everyone is like saying to stay out my campus was closed today because it's raining so bad but it's so cold that they said all the rain on the ground is going to turn yeah. into ice so mm-hmm. and I look at my nails everyone I'm trying to like upload this video <laughs> on pot on Spotify so my nails are disgusting right now and I need to get them done so bad I've never been good at that um but yeah we kind of like stared off but before we end off I want you to just give us a quick what you eat in a day just for anyone listening to gain some inspiration if they want to start healthy eating Mm -hmm. um quick meals and all that yeah so I feel like my go-to I'm like so um routine based like I love eating the same Same, things and so I usually for breakfast, I've been loving oatmeal. Oatmeal has been like my thing for the past couple months. So I will usually do like instant oats or overnight oats mm-hmm. or make them on the stove. But obviously if you're running out of time and need to be somewhere quickly, instant oats are like such a good option. Yeah. So overnight oats are also that. like great to meal prep. So easy. Yeah, exactly. So I love doing that with like almond butter some berries, even like mixed nuts. And then usually I'll have like an AM snack after that, like after my workout, um, I will usually do like a green smoothie or a yogurt bowl with like granola berries. I'm like mm-hmm. in love with yogurt bowls at the moment. And then for my lunch recently, I've been loving like chickpea pasta. I love pasta. So I love doing chickpea pasta as like a healthy alternative yeah and then for a snack I usually have like a snack after my lunch um maybe like a protein bar or just like something quick and easy like that for my dinner um I like to incorporate some meat so I love ground turkey um I just made like a spaghetti squash meal like not too long ago and I did the spaghetti squash I baked it in the oven and threw Mm. some ground turkey on it do you Um, eat red meat just out of like curiosity I do not do not too much mm-hmm. like once in a while I will but I like to stick with like chicken yeah ground turkey and stuff like that um and then dessert I always need to have dessert so um my favorite right now has been um the Quaker Oats chocolate rice cakes and then I do like a little bit of Nutella on it oh I love like Nutella yeah dessert. I know it's so good <laughs> it's so funny that I'm I don't have a sweet tooth at I'm always craving something salty. I love just like avocado yeah. toast. I love like olives, mm-hmm. all of that stuff. Yeah, I know. Avocado toast, such a go-to. <laughs> Are you a coffee drinker? It's No, it's so funny. Wow. I don't like coffee. I've never liked coffee. I don't like iced coffee, hot <gasps> coffee. And everybody thinks I'm like a psycho because wow. I don't drink coffee. It's so weird. That is very and weird. I, I have a friend who doesn't like coffee and I was like, no, 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 let me make you a coffee. And I made her a coffee. And now yeah. every single day she has to have that coffee. She like learned how to make really? it. I just, That's I love so, coffee. I can't do it. I don't know. Just something about the taste. I don't like it. I recently started drinking chai mm-hmm. not too long ago. And I mean, it's not something that I have every day, but it is like fun to do. Like, yeah. Like a little chai at home, but I don't know. I'm just not into that I mean it's kind of you're kind of better off not being into it it's a very expensive and not the healthiest (laughs) thing like I the amount of money I spend on coffee is insane I know I know it's crazy so I guess that's the good part I know but it's so funny because sometimes I'm like wait I want to like coffee yeah like you want to get like an iced coffee and do homework like you could try matcha maybe you'll like matcha have you ever tried it tried matcha but I don't know. I didn't like it, but I it has it. an acquired taste. Like you have to kind of get it used does. to it. 
Um, shout out your socials, your TikToks, Instagram, everything before going. Yeah, my TikTok and my YouTube is Caitlin Dichiara. My main Instagram is Caitlin Dichiara. And then my little foodie and wellness Instagram account is Fit Foodie Kate. <laughs> yes, I will link everything in the description so you guys can just go in the description and, you know, write it down, copy and paste it. Her Instagram is literally amazing. So thank you so much for coming on. And thank you everyone for listening to this episode. And make sure you guys follow Kate on her socials. And I will talk to you guys in next episode. We have a quick little ad for my friends at Anchor. And I'm excited to throw this ad in because Anchor is actually how I started my podcast. And I get a lot of questions from you guys on how you can start your own podcast. And Anchor was honestly the easiest way for me to record, edit, and schedule my episodes. So I highly recommend using Anchor if you want to start your own podcast. This is your sign. Make sure you download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Let's continue with the episode.